Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is... Back Up for Grabs. Today we're discussing Season 1, Episode 11. Long Hard Days. <laughs> Feels like an accurate name for uh, some of the stuff that we saw go down. <laughs> yeah, when these episodes have felt long recently, so... Yeah, I think we're just kind of wrapping up and getting to the end and starting to maybe feel a little bit of... Burnout? Their frustration also <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> You want to start for summaries? Sure. Great. On your mark. <laughs> and we kind of don't have much to begin with. And then we have a reward challenge where Sean wins. And it was this like multiple choice quiz. And he takes Richard and he gets to see his dad. And then there's fallout from that. And then there's a immunity challenge. And yeah. That's it. That's all we got. It was a rough one. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Okay, so first off, we have a reward challenge, which is basically a island trivia challenge. Sean wins. He gets to go on a yacht for a night where he also gets to see his dad. And then there's an immunity challenge, which Kelly ends up winning. And then there's a tribal council, and they vote out Colleen. Good. I feel like I don't inhale, like, once <laughs> ever. <laughs> the whole... It's a speed. It's a speed thing. Woo! Yeah. So this episode was kind of a slog. Everyone was just upset yeah. with each other. <laughs> Colleen started out in her feels with a little montage of Pagong, and she was like, I'm the last one of my kind. <laughs> it was cute. And, like, she definitely misses them, obviously, since she's not really bonded with anyone on Toggy. I'd say Kelly maybe a little bit. Maybe. But she still knows that she's likely the next person to go home. Yeah. Which is hilarious because she's taking it more as a, I'll just sit back and be entertained as the alliance falls apart and doesn't seem to be campaigning for herself or trying to, like, really do anything to keep herself there. Yeah, I mean, she could talk, I mean, if she knows that the alliance is falling apart, she could talk to the cracks and the team. So, Kelly, Sean, I mean, Rudy's not gonna vote with her and Sue and Richard aren't, but she could at least campaign to Sean and Kelly. Mm-hmm. Plus, it didn't seem like it was a big secret that Richard had changed his initial plan of getting all the Pagong out. Like, they were openly talking about it on the beach. Multiple and times. I don't think that if Colleen would have approached them that they would have been like, oh no, it's still you. Like, they would have been like, yeah, we're voting out this person. Join us if you want. It's our choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not you. And then Richard told Rudy he was going to take him to the end, but... I mean, I'm thinking Richard is probably telling everybody that at this point. That way he has a final two guaranteed no matter who's left at that stage of the game. But right. I think Richard is starting to get annoyed with each person at different parts of the day. And so he needs more reassurance that, yes, I have a final two that is solidified in this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of them are making different observations, too, about why the tribe dynamic has shifted a lot and a lot of people seem to be blaming it on the fact that you know the money is a lot closer now and so that's all that's on everyone's brain sean lets us know that no one's here just to have friends and shake hands but we are in fact here to vote alphabetically apparently right, so right that's you know i forget what he called it before it's a um what, what did he call it you know what i'm what i'm talking about it wasn't like it's a it's not a strategy. It's a... Oh, man, it's gonna bug me. 
thought it was like a strategic choice or something. Like I thought he thought it was oh, strategy. Oh, it's adding another dimension. That's uh, what he said. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, son, no. <laughs> yeah, so we're not here to have friends and shake hands. We're here to add new dimensions to the game. Am I right? In the <laughs> first season. <laughs> so then we kind of get into the reward challenge because not much happened in camp before then. Everyone's just <sighs> hanging out. Everyone's just annoyed with each other. Yeah. yeah. So the reward challenge, they finally get a, a purely mental challenge. It's a bunch of true and false and multiple choice questions. And we were actually kind of surprised that Sean won that. I was, yeah. And I think it's interesting because this wasn't even really like a strategic mental challenge. Like it was very much like either you know the answer or you're good at guessing. And those are your only two options. <laughs> we were we were good at both. We had some that we were like, yes, this is the answer. Yeah. And some we just guessed. We would have gotten knocked out. Neither of us would have no, won No, we that. wouldn't have won it. <laughs> but we would have, you know, maybe not been first out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Sean wins because, shockingly, it turns out that Sean does actually know some things. Mm. He gets another sleepaway reward, which seems to be his thing. Yeah, because he had it with um, Jenna. Mm-hmm. When they were on that, like, sandbar in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And... So he gets to go on a yacht. Mm-hmm. And Jeff was like, oh, you'll have the opportunity to maybe bring someone with you. And Sean was like, okay. So he's been talking for, like... And we get the feeling that there's, like, a day of... Like, a day in between when the reward challenge took place versus when the reward itself took place. Yes. And so this whole day, after the challenge, he's been saying how he's gonna bring Kelly with him and which I don't really understand like he kept saying he owed Kelly a dinner did Kelly bring him on a reward no right like I don't know why he thinks he owes Kelly a dinner I don't totally know either I missed it maybe it has something to do with when he like took Jenna out and her and but that was because they were on two different tribes and they were doing their little powwow of what to name the merge tribe. Oh, no, no. I meant um, in that uh, tile flipping challenge oh. where Rudy ended up winning. But remember how Sean cut Jenna off? Yeah. What was the reward for that? Because maybe Jenna would have, like, picked her. I don't know. But if, I think... If, no, it was immunity, right? Because it was Rudy won immunity. Mm, you're right. Yeah. But so, um, I don't know. Sean ends up picking Richard. Cause he, in a very weird way. Yeah, so Sean goes off on his boat. I'll, you be Sean, I'll be um, Kelly. Okay? Well, well, first Sean, <laughs> Sean like, go, well, he, he goes off on his boat with Jeff. And, he's, and then Jeff presumably tells him. Yeah, Jeff whispers in Sean's ear. He's like, you can bring someone to breakfast. And Sean's like, oh. And then, so I'll be Sean. <gasps> hey, Kelly, do you want this to be your meal? Don't make this my choice. You need to pick. This is your thing. All right, Richard, you like eggs. You'll be coming to breakfast with me. And then Kelly is so what the beep? <laughs> bitter about it. So bitter. And like, I mean, I understand they're all hungry. They're all on each other's nerves. They've been with each other 24-7. But I really did not enjoy Kelly being this salty about it. She she knew she that Sean was likely going to choose her. And he did offer it to her, but she had to go be like, oh, you know, this isn't my choice. And it's like, yes, Sean could have some balls and actually, like... Say, I'm taking Kelly and not, like, present it to her as a Exactly. Question. And, like, Sue yelled at him in that moment, like, "Get have some balls and make a decision. <laughs> um, but she still 
she didn't stick up for herself. And I don't appreciate the amount of saltiness that she portrayed. She turns extremely mopey extremely quickly. And I think it's funny because, I mean, we were talking about this as we were actually rewatching it. But in, like, later seasons, if someone even, like, so much as makes eye contact with you, you, like, assume that that means you're going. And you're like, yes, nice. Like, you don't get asked and then kind of... She just really, like, handed that opportunity just back to Sean. Right. And, like, if I were Sean, I mean, yes, I probably would have phrased it as, like, this person's coming with me. But I also, if if that had happened, I wouldn't have been like, oh, this person must really just want it, so I should just, like, call on them. I would be like, okay, F you too. Like, I'll ask yeah. someone else then. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, Sean does kind of bounce back, in my opinion, to cover for it. Because he says, oh, like, Richard's been providing all this fish and food for us for the past 15 days, which is accurate. And like Sean's been with him the whole time because they're toggy. Because um, Super Pole didn't really cut it right, for some reason. Right, So it was all on Richard at that point. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, I don't appreciate her reaction to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. And I think, I think Sean only came up with the whole Richard has provided food for us as a backup reason. Like, I don't think that's why he picked yeah, um, and I believe that. And even at Tribal later, Jeff calls on Sean and asks, like, what do you have to say for yourself? And he also brings up the fact that, you know, Richard was second in the challenge. He really wanted to go on the boat. That's all great. We all want rewards, obviously. But Like, if I'm living on an island for 30 days, like, I probably also want to go on a yacht. <laughs> I haven't been doing that now, and I'd go on a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Sean did try to recover and, you know, back himself up a little bit. He definitely dug himself into a hole by at least referring to Kelly and, as the person he was going to pick for the daily day. An extended amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's what he's in the wrong for. Like, don't sit there and say... I'm going to pick you, I'm going to pick you. For hours and hours and days and days that you're going to do one thing and then in the moment just completely 180 it. Because that doesn't just piss Kelly off. That pisses everybody off it did. that watched it happen. Yeah. Um, And I... I don't know, because it seems like Kelly genuinely, like, was in a good place with Sean before this. She was like, yeah, I've probably talked a lot of trash on Sean because he's neurotic and he talks a lot, but I really do like him. He's a good guy. But did she only say that because he was thinking of picking her for the challenge? Maybe, but even if she did, I think it was sincere. Yeah. Um, But he kind of shot himself in the foot with his fumbling of... Lack of... This situation. This and I, I think she way overreacted, for mm-hmm. sure, but I also think that he was... A bit of a POS for um, approaching it the way that he chose to. Mm-hmm. So Sean goes by himself onto the yacht because Richard's portion is only going to be for breakfast the next, the day. next day. And, you know, he's hanging, he's getting a massage, and then Jeff invites him into... Captain's quarters. The wheel room. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. I, I've watched a lot of Below Deck, and I don't really remember. But you would think my ship knowledge would be, like, a little bit better. Behind the wheel, that's where they go. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so, to go allegedly meet the captain, and it turns out that the captain is Sean's dad. And it was so sweet, because you could totally tell that they had, like, such a close bond. And it was, I mean, Sean made the comment of, this is worth more than a million dollars to me, just like this experience here with my dad, so I can't believe you got him here. And I was dying. It was adorable. It was really cute. But, I mean, to be fair, like, you could have that same experience probably with your dad for, like, ten grand. Like, you didn't need to put a million dollars up as 
you know, payment is my point. Yes. Just for future reference. <laughs> I don't think Sean's the sharpest tool of shit. I do love him. I love him. I think he's great. He's gotten progressively better for me throughout the season. I don't think at any point was he ever cutthroat enough to succeed. That's, <laughs> that's Survivor. That's accurate. But I do like him a lot. Yes. And then, you know, Richard comes up for breakfast. Richard's also shocked that it's actually Sean's dad. Richard's, like, reaction in the moment to Sean's dad was really sweet, and then I just started hating Richard all over again during his interview. Because he was like... I kept um, eating as they talked and answered questions as I chewed. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it actually turned out really well because then they could just, like, converse amongst themselves. And I'm like, really? You, you, you had a chance at a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have just... Left it there and been like, it's so great to meet Sean's dad. Like, he needed to keep talking. Mm-hmm. And the the breakfast legitimately looked delicious. Yes. So good. Yes. And then they all go back to the island and Sue starts grilling Sean's dad about what's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not about like... A ton of current events. It was pretty much like exclusively discussion about the stock market. And she seemed personally victimized that Sean's dad didn't know the answers. Yes. Like some people aren't really that into stocks. I am one of them. <laughs> You're all right here. <laughs> I've recently invested um, into the stock market. Uh, you. Not much. Okay. It's not a lot. <laughs> I think I made $3. Wow. Yeah. Um, but point being... Like, I can't imagine going a month without anything, and then when someone from the real world shows up that you can, like, talk to and get to know, and it's just somebody else, your impetus is to be like, so how about NASDAQ? Right. What's going on with Dow Jones? (laughs) Is that, like, where your stock talk um, Yeah, I've got two. Peaks? Those are are the two I know. (laughs) I'm I'm done. We have to move on now. (laughs) Wrap that up in a nice bow and... Launched it into the sea. Yes. But Sean's dad also brings goodie bags, like care packages from loved ones for everyone else, which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, Richard had a moment, but he ruined it. He really has a knack for doing that. And he, yeah, he had an attempt at being sweet and he just managed to complain about everyone else instead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just, if you just cut your senses off, like, <laughs> halfway through, it'd probably be... A much nicer thing to experience. Right. It was really funny to listen to their interviews while Sean was gone. Like, Colleen specifically had one where she's talking about, like, why she thinks that Sean took Richard instead. And she's like, I think it's because she knows he's kind of, like, you know, the linchpin. And if he can get on Richard's good side, then it's more likely that I'll get voted out. And, you know, if he's smart if he's thinking that. Good job, Sean. And I thought it was so funny because it's like... You don't even, you're not calling him smart. You're saying he is smart if he did X, Y, and Z things, which I just, like, it's a conditional compliment almost. Like, I don't know. You're, you're really smart, like, if you take the trash out. Like, your boyfriend would know that that means he better take the freaking trash out. But Sean's, like, got nothing going on. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, and he never shares his logic, so maybe that is what he was thinking, but. Right. I would guess. Except to bring a new dimension not. to the game, which is why he votes alphabetically. Right, That's right. his logic. See, Sean's value really <laughs> is that he um, introduces just the dimensions. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think that's really important in a game that's designed to have dimensions. And it will come back. Already. 
one more time, and that is it. Sean in a future like, season. <laughs> Sean would have, like, lost his mind if he knew about, like, idols and advantages. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> survivor auctions. Can you imagine? <laughs> I do want to give Colleen some props for recognizing that maybe Sean is making a strategic decision in bringing Richard. It seems like she's starting to at least show viewers that she's being strategic and she's less goofy at this point. Whereas when she was with her Pagong people, she was way more, you know, social and goofy and kind of happier. But now she's really kind of digging down and recognizing the strategy of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's come a long way as far as a strategy thinker. It's just a bummer that it was beyond when she actually had any of the traction to do something Mm -hmm. in line with what she's thinking through now. Because she's been spot on. Mm-hmm. I, in a different universe where, you know, some of the people on the season weren't dead already, I would love to, like, r- repeat season one with all the same cast and just the game as it is, you know, for season, what are we on, 42. Like, instant. Same tribe split up and everything, too? I think that would be so fascinating. It definitely would be so much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then we get into the immunity challenge, and it's another balance challenge. They're standing on a bunch of planks, and Jeff's going to wade out into the ocean and remove one by one. Literally up to his pits, like in yeah. ocean water to and take these off. using a little knife to cut the string. He's like hacking this board <laughs> with a machete to like loosen the yarn. Yes. Like... <laughs> All right, Sean. <laughs> um, and you can't touch anyone, but you can taunt people. And boy, do they taunt people. And you can sing 99 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall at the top of your lungs for several hours. And they do. Mm-hmm. Well, Richard specifically and Colleen were Colleen, really they embracing were screaming. that. Mm-hmm. But then they both got, well, Richard was out and then Colleen kind of died down. Yeah. She was focusing, but. It's funny to me that we've kind of transitioned from like just a surge in the rope challenge things to now we're like doing a bunch of balance beam challenges like Mm -hmm. all in the span of a few episodes right and so i saw that around the 230 mark um colleen actually asked kelly if she was going to get voted off and kelly was like well not by me and colleen was like well what about the rest of you because she recognizes that technically kelly's still in this voting block and Kelly didn't really have a response for her, but it didn't really matter because Colleen couldn't last and she fell in just under three hours. Yeah. And I think, because Kelly's whole shtick has been that she, that she's still making the voting block think that she's with them. But if you genuinely think that and you genuinely don't want Colleen to go, you jump in the water. So I think she's... A lot less secure in the voting block than she would have you believe in, like, the other interviews that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Because she's pretty confident that she's convinced everyone that she's on their side. Whereas everyone in their interviews is like, Kelly's not Flaky. with us at all. Like, yeah. no one thinks Kelly's with them. Yeah. And then can we just take a moment for Richard's commentary during this challenge? The play-by-play. I was dying. (laughs) Because we haven't gotten, you know, play-by-plays or commentary from Jeff yet for challenges. Because usually that would be my comedic relief. But Richard was just going off with Rudy. And Rudy's just, like, sitting there. And 
Oh, I was. Rudy I'm seems fine. unsure, but he's like enjoying it, so he yes. doesn't want to say anything. I think Richard's just kind of a jerk, like, <laughs> and that he's just openly saying Kelly has no idea she's getting voted off, and it's like, does anyone really know though? Like, I mean, Jervis kind of knew, and but you don't know is yeah. my point until the votes are read. I just he's a piece of work, <laughs> like, and it's only gonna get worse. And also, yeah, okay, so finally, it's just down to Colleen and Kelly. Colleen just seems to, like, wiggle a little bit, loses her balance, falls in. The water's coming up this entire time, so mm-hmm. I was like, what's gonna happen when, like... Right, they're just gonna be underwater. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Um, so she falls off, Kelly wins, and Jeff starts talking about how their feet hurt and presents Kelly with some Dr. Scholl's insoles. Thank you for that In addition to placement. her Right. He's like, you're going to be wearing shoes tonight for your walk to travel, right? She's like, yeah. He's like, here you go. You're welcome. (laughs) Jeff, the (laughs) omniscient bestower of all gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so yeah. So I'm assuming Kelly wears her Dr. Scholl's on her hike to tribal. Mm -hmm. And tribal goes... Kind of in an interesting direction. It seems like people don't really consider Colleen a threat. And that's really changed the tide of the vote. And we get some interesting confessional reasons for why people are voting the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And it made me question, because I, I didn't remember prior to watching this episode, again, who was going to be voted out. And so... It's been a while since we've rewatched this season. Right. <laughs> so Richard made a comment of... Yeah, this person's being sacrificed. It wasn't their time to go. They messed up. And so I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's Sean. Um, because he wouldn't be a sacrifice necessarily since... Or wait, was that what I was thinking? No, I was thinking Colleen. Colleen wouldn't be a sacrifice because she's on Pagong. So she was going to be gone anyway. She was, yeah, like the the natural selection order of things. Right, and then maybe she messed up because she let Kelly win, you know? Mm. I guess that's where it was because, I mean, maybe Sean because it wasn't his time to go. Like, he picked Richard. The thing is, that's so funny to me, is that Sean is, like, probably the most neutral character out there because mm-hmm. no one seems to like him that much. But he's also basically never gotten any votes. And I think it's really just because people don't see him as a threat in literally any arena. Like, he doesn't have that many friends. He's not really that good at challenges. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not helping around camp a ton. But he's also not lazy around camp. Like, he's just the most average dude. (laughs) Ever. Pretty much. And I, I mean, if he really kicked it into gear, I think that he could be a pretty big contender. But he hasn't. And he knows it's kind of the time to, like, do that, and he still has not. No. (laughs) At all. (laughs) And now it's probably too late for Sean, but he lived to see another day, even though he had a good episode, so Colleen was, Colleen was voted out. Kylie has a new theory. Want to tell us about it? (laughs) Well, I mean, I kind of mentioned it, like, if you have a good episode, like Jenna did with the letters and Jervis did with the phone call, you get voted out. And so I was really worried for Sean in this episode because he got to see his dad and he had a really good episode. <laughs> but alas, it was Colleen. 
It's okay. We'll find some some other patterns. I mean, Sean's probably going next week, so. Yeah, I think he is. Because I I remember it being... There was some fallout with Sue. And maybe Broody? I don't know. But Kelly and Richard are the ones in the final two. Right. Which is not at all what you would expect to happen Mm -mm. based off of... Current events. (laughs) Yeah, this episode. I... Did want to mention that I thought Sue, so in the last episode, Sue and Kelly were really tight, and Sue was comparing her, or Kelly was comparing, no, no. Sue, was, Sue comparing was comparing Kelly <laughs> to her best friend, and this episode, we kind of see Sue turn on Kelly. In and, a big way. Yeah, and I think it's because she feels pissed that Kelly isn't as close to her as she felt she was with Kelly, and so mm-hmm. she let her guard down. She was a little bit vulnerable, and that's big for Sue. And so now she's pissed. She has to put her walls back up, and Kelly's, you know, not as tight with her anymore. So this will go over most everybody's head, but I am who I am, and this is my podcast, so you can deal with it. Sue is an Enneagram 8. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To, like, a T. Yes. She's done. Yeah. You burn her once, you're you're out. (laughs) Yeah, later, Skater. And they weren't, they didn't have enough of that friendship built up for a long enough period of time that I think she would... It couldn't last. Kind of have developed that forgiveness that you kind of get for people you care about for an extended period of time. Yes. And so, Kelly's out. And I feel like Sue, as a person, and I don't mean this to like be, you know, any kind of judgment on Sue or anything, but she's taking a lot of things personally as like... Like, girl drama things, personally, that you would think people would have grown out of by the time high school's over. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I'm jealous of Kelly because she has other friends. And then it's like, I'm mad at Kelly because Kelly doesn't like me as much as I like her. And then it's like... Kelly's talking to other people that she might vote with. Why won't she vote with... Won't vote, just vote with me. Exactly. Like, it's this big kind of click mindset, I feel like, that's going on for her. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's Survivor. It is what it is. Like, you kind of are going back to the very caveman-esque... And kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't love it. I think it's a bad look for her. And I think Kelly's not really doing anything wrong. I do think her strategy behind socializing with everybody is very clumsy. Mm -hmm. It's obviously not working the Mm -hmm. way that she thinks it is. And so, but I mean, she's also young. She hasn't had a million episodes of Survivor to watch to like kind of key into what a good social dynamic actually looks like. She's just trying to be friends with everybody. Mm -hmm. But that results in Colleen thinking she's giving information to her voting block, which I don't think she's doing. No. It results in Sue thinking she's going to vote somewhere else, which... Has happened. But only when it was her buddies on the line. True. She only ever flipped her vote with the Jenna vote. True. Because she still voted for... Jervis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she voted for Jervis. I just, I just want to put on record that I just don't fault Sue for being as harsh to Kelly after loving on Kelly in the last episode because of the flip-floppiness. Because I think Sue probably has some trauma she's dealing with. It's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> and she really tried to let her guard down with Kelly, and Kelly didn't meet her where Sue needed it to be, which is also an issue, but... I, I can see it. So in this situation... Oh, gosh. <laughs> your team, Sue? Yeah, but I mean, I've been harping on Kelly for most of this season, <laughs> so... 
I'm Team Kelly. I think Sue is a grown-ass woman, and grown-ass women should be able to differentiate when someone's actually driven a knife into your back versus when someone has other friends. That's fair. <laughs> because at no point... Kelly's expressed a lot of discontent with the whole... Richard. ...existence of the alliance and with Richard. Mm -hmm. She's never once said that she doesn't want to vote with Sue. She said she thinks Sue might not be loyal to her. She hasn't accused Sue of going off and, like, doing Talking random in. BS with other people just because True. she talks to other people, even though <laughs> that's what Sue's been doing and Kelly hasn't. <laughs> I'm Team Kelly. <laughs> Maybe we should do this. Just randomly pick two people and be like, okay, you represent... Well, too we close kind of talked about that, too, of who you would vote out in each episode. It's would too close to our jobs, though. We can't, like, just <laughs> debate... <laughs> Maybe that's why I favor Sue. It seems like she'd need more of a defense attorney role. And I just think she sucks. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> Are you voting out Colleen? No. Who are you voting out? Richard. Oh yeah, he's vulnerable. Well, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> um. Side this... note. The sorry. We'll no, get to you. His um. Amount of time spent nude has really decreased in the Thank last God. few episodes. I'm not complaining. It's just an interesting. After he was making such a big deal about how that's his, that's his vibe. Yeah. He sure is wearing a lot of clothes. <laughs> Recently, his shirts are decent. They're colorful. I prefer it that way. <laughs> just an observation. Who are you voting for? I am struggling with this. In this episode. Wanted to vote for Kelly, but she has the idol or the immunity necklace. Probably voting Sean. Okay. He had his moment. He got to see his dad. Honestly, that would probably bug me because he got Where are you. He got <laughs> dad because I'm me. Because he got reward, and I'm sitting here eating rice. Uh, he votes stupidly. You could be Sue and just refuse to eat rice on the last day, right? Because you're just sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm gonna start calling you Sue from now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm probably voting Sean. Plus, he's shown that now he can win challenges, so that's not gonna be good for me later on. Richard didn't bug me this episode. Sue, like I said, didn't bug me this episode. All right. So something you might have forgotten about to take into consideration: Sean's abs. <laughs> Did they play a role this episode, though? Um, they're there. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> I probably would be a little bit bitter about anyone getting to have such a big reward as, like, a sleepaway on a yacht and a family member feels like... A lot. Yeah. But you can't really fault him for that. No, like, I can't. Especially because it wasn't like he did anything to, like, get in anyone else's way this time. Like, he just knew more of the answers. True. Or was better at guessing. Regardless... I wish that was me, which is where that's coming from. <laughs> We're only a little bitter. Are we? <laughs> okay. Well, do you have a favorite quote from this episode? Um, I do. I'm giving it to Sue about Sean. She referred to him as lovable but a doof. And I feel like that does accurately describe Sean. Yeah, I don't feel like that's out of whack. And it was a kind-ish statement from Sue. So. Honestly, that's like almost a compliment from Sue. <laughs> Lovable. 
And just a doof, not like yeah. a raging moron, which is what she's <laughs> called other people. There you so, go. Like, I think... No, it was Sean. Remember, she called him an idiot at tribal council for mm. his whole alphabetical reasons thing. We've progressed. <laughs> yeah, he's really, like, risen in the ranks <laughs> for some reason. But I guess she really f- tends to focus her rage on one person, and I feel like right now it's Kelly. Mm-hmm. So probably, even if Sean's usually the worst, like, right now, he's better than Kelly, so they're good. <laughs> for the moment. And I I feel like it would be a really rare occurrence for Sue to call someone lovable. Mm-hmm. So it's a... So step up. stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my quote was also related to Sean, but he was the one saying it. Completely tactlessly. Bye, guys. Sorry you're not coming. <laughs> it's like, let me just pour some lemon and salt <laughs> into that paper cut. Sorry you're not coming. Yikes. Like, so are we, Sean. So are we. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad we made it through that. I was kind of worried that this um, episode had become a little bit unhinged for us, just based off of our commentary. We did okay. We did okay. We didn't start ranting about which presidents would survive. We're doing a little better. Yeah. (laughs) Episode by episode. So let's jump into birthdays. I think we're starting from March 13th. March 13th is Kim Mullen's birthday from season 10 and Mike Barassi's birthday from season 19. It's also Kylie Zacheline's birthday from Back Up for Grabs. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we don't have anything on March 14th, but on March 15th, it is Holly Hoffman's birthday from season 21 and Joe Mena, Mina, Mena, <laughs> from season 35, because remember... If you're on season 35, you better be born in March. (laughs) Um, March 16th is Wu Huang's birthday from season 28 and 31. I really liked Wu. You don't remember him at all. I do. I I just don't have as positive of an opinion. (laughs) Um, On March 17th, which is also St. Patrick's Day, we have Mitchell Olsen from season 2. Zoe Zanadakis from season four. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, Zoe. Alexis Maxwell from season 28. And James Lim from season 36. And then March 18th is J.D. Robinson's birthday from season 41. And no birthdays on March 19th for this week. Yeah, we really kind of front-loaded on the March birthday. So I don't know what Survivor Nation was up to nine months (laughs) before, but... (laughs) We'll see what happens next week. (laughs) All right, so that about does it for us. I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram Back Up for Grabs, Twitter Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.